as as we mentioned, this week's parsha, Parshas Kiseitze, has that pasuk, which is the source of the concept of sneeze. So let's just see the whole pasuk. The pasuk is, Ki Hashem Alekechom is halach b'kerev machanecha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu travels in your encampment, which is referring to actually a war encampment, when they, they camped, because they were in the middle of a war. To save you, and to put your enemies in your hand. And therefore, your camp has to be holy. And you should not, he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu shouldn't see an Erebus Dabar, something uncovered, that's not Sneas, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have to leave from behind you. So you think about it in, in uh, modern day terms, right? A war camp is probably the, the lowliest place on earth, right? The most place most, you know, people act at their lowest. Uh, when, when they're at war, when they're camping in war, it's the place that probably has the most tumah on earth. And there, in a Jewish war, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, no, that's where the Shekhinah is, that's how you get saved, and you have to see to it that that place, of all places, is where the Torah gives us the commandment that it has to be the holiest place, and we have to see to it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can reside there. And that teaches us that there's no such thing in a Jewish life of a place that's not full of holiness. The lowliest place, the simplest place, is full of Kedusha. Because a Jew lives with the Shekhinah wherever he is, wherever they are. And Rav Hirsch points this out in the language of the Pasuk. It says, Machanecha. Machanecha is plural. Your encampment should be holy. He says it's plural. And what that means, he says, is that any dimension that a Jew lives in has to be holy. And that's, he explains more than that, is the end of the Pasuk is, V'shav me'acharecha. Hashem will leave from behind you. Now what is Hashem doing behind you? Maybe before you, L'fanecha. What does it mean He will leave from behind you? So Rabbi Hirsch explains that we go first. We create the place. If we make a holy place, then Hashem follows us. And he rests his Shekhinah there. And then there's Kedusha and there's Tahara and there's blessing. And he'll save us from our enemies. But if we don't make the place a holy place, then Meshav Mecharecha, Hashem's waiting behind us for us to make a place a holy place. He'll leave. He won't come. We have to create that place of holiness for him. And, I, you know, I was thinking to myself that in, in Judaism and Yiddishkeit, there, there's no parif, right? Um, beauty is a thing of tremendous holiness in Yiddishkeit. We know that B'schus Nashem Tzidkanius, Klal Yisrael, were Niglum and Mitzrayim. Klal Yisrael were redeemed from Mitzrayim in the merit of, of the holy women. And what was it that they did? So Rashi says what they did was is that they inspired their husbands, they gave hope to their husbands, and they utilized their beauty to inspire love and ahava and connection and closeness to their husbands so that they ensured the future of Klal Yisrael. They ensured the Nitzchiyas of Klal Yisrael, that Klal Yisrael would continue on and that their husbands wouldn't lose hope and they would continue to build families and they would continue to serve a Kaddish Baruch And it was that simple act of utilizing beauty in the way it was meant to be used to create that love and that Kedusha that ensured that we were taken out of Mitzrayim. It was the schus that redeemed Klal Yisrael from Mitzrayim. When a Kaddish Baruch created Chava, HaKadosh Baruch created Chava, he brought her to Adam Arishan, Chazal say, even as at Tzela, that he braided, HaKadosh Baruch braided Chava's hair. Now why did HaKadosh Baruch braid Chava's hair? Obviously, to make her prettier. HaKadosh Baruch himself braided Chava's hair to make her pretty. Now think about it, Chava, 
was the only woman in the world. Adam Rishon wasn't looking at anybody else. She was the only woman in existence. More, more so, she was the most beautiful woman that ever existed. She was perfect. She was created by Kaddish Baruch Hu. And Chazal say that, that uh, the heel of her, uh, of her foot would, would, would uh, cast shade on any woman in the world. The most beautiful woman in the world would be, seem ugly compared to her heel. That's how beautiful uh, Chava was. So Chava was the most beautiful person in existence, and yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu braided her here to make her even more beautiful. Beauty is something that inspires awe. It inspires, uh, it, it ins- simply inspires, and it brings Kedusha when it's used in the correct way to, to bring love and bring connection. It brings Kedusha down to this world. There's a, a medrash that says that Miriam became aware that Moshe had separated from his wife Tzipira because he saw, she saw that Tzipira stopped using makeup. She stopped adorning herself with jewelry. She stopped making herself pretty. So Miriam didn't know that Moshe Rabbeinu had separated from uh, Tzipira by Hashem's command. So she approached Tzipira and she said, what's going on here? You know, why, aren't you doing, why aren't you making yourself pretty? And it's a, uh, a fascinating thing because there were no youngsters, right? They were well over 80 at that point, uh, both Moshe and Tzipira. Uh, who knows where they were holding in the Midbar, right? So there, were, there was at uh, that point when they hopped, they could have been 80, could have been 100. So they were not young people. And Miriam had this claim on Tzipira because the beauty is a thing of tremendous Kedusha. And when you think about it, when a, a man who's Jewish walks in the street, there's not that much that separates him from a non-Jew. Yes, you know, we're wearing, if, if we wear white shirts, we wear white shirts. If we don't, we don't. Uh, we might have a beard, we might not. Right? There's not that much that defines a Jewish man and makes him that, no, that noticeable and different than a non-Jew. But a Jewish woman, you can tell, that's dressed with sneeze, you can tell, tell from a mile away. And a Jewish woman that's dressed sneeze dig simply emits Kedusha. They're, they're the, 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 it inspires the whole area around her. I would say, to me, it's as, as powerful a presence as having Rukhaim Kanievsky walk in the street. It's as that, it's that, it, it brings, radiates that much Kedusha and Tahara. Every person that uses the, the, the natural gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave them, B'Kedusha and B'Tahara, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended. So it's an extraordinarily powerful thing and it's an extraordinarily holy thing. And when it's used in the proper way, it has this power to bring the Geula. And the same way it brought the Geula in Mitzrayim, it has the power to bring the Geula Asida as well. So this is all the, the, the point that the Pasuk is saying, that these two things are linked. If you want a Kaddish Baruch Hu to be in our, our midst, if we want a Kaddish Baruch Hu to be amongst us, the more Tzanua we are, all of us, the more Tzniyas we practice, the more Kedusha we bring down, the more we inspire Kedusha, we inspire holiness and all those around us. And Amir Tzashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, should help us b'schus Tzniyas, we should be Zaycha, to uh, be as Mashiach Tzikainu, Vimheira. Have a good Shabbos, everybody.